Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Beatles fans. Jennifer Vanderslice again, and this is another episode of I Saw the Beatles. This week, our guest is Mad- Madeline Pally. And Madeline not only got to see the Beatles, she got to meet the Beatles. She got to interview the Beatles, among many other um, amazing stars of the 60s. And uh, let's let's talk to her and find out, you know, how how do you get a gig, you know, interviewing the Beatles? I mean, every girl's dream to be able to sit there and talk with them. Hi, Madeline. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Well, why don't you tell us, how do you get a job interviewing the Beatles in <laughs> 1964? Okay. I was 15 and a half years old, and I was like an intern at our local newspaper, and the editor called me in and said, could you go to L.A. and interview the Beatles? Well, I was not a crazy Beatle fan. I was, you know, I knew about them. I had seen them on Ed Sullivan, but I mm-hmm. thought, sure. So I asked my father to drive me to L.A. I had tickets from the editor of the paper for the press conference and the show at the Hollywood Bowl. Wow. So... We went to the press conference. Very few people were there. And the Beatles were standing at the door. As you came in, they were lined up. This was the era of 64, and they were all wearing their matching suits and thin black ties. And I walked Mm -hmm. in with my father, and I said hello to each of them. I was not a crazy girl Beatle mat. I mean, it was kind of cool. What really impressed my father afterwards is John Lennon said, nice to meet you, sir. (laughs) My father thought that was so cool that he said, sir. And um, they were very, very witty. I cannot remember the questions I asked them. I kicked myself, but I can't. Um, There was, the press conference was run by Derek Taylor, their press manager, And Mm -hmm. I met him, and we kind of connected. He asked me what I was writing for, and he asked me if I would write a piece since I was one of the only teenagers at the press conference for Teen Magazine, so I could do it from a teenage point of view. And writing came easy for me, so I did it. I submitted it. It was published in Teen sometime in 1964 after that press conference which was in August oh my goodness it was on this date I think it was August 15th it might or wow. 14th, something like that anyway and um, I went to the concert at the Hollywood Bowl mm-hmm. and the most amazing thing to me about it was I found myself turning around and looking at all these yelling yelling crazy fans that was almost more exciting than their music. The the energy, <laughs> the dynamics. Mm-hmm. It was quite exciting. So, um, did you have good seats? I mean, when you when you get uh, your very press good pass, seats. 
Yes, oh, they great. were very good. And you could hear them? Mm, not much over the yelling, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did um okay, so so you you're as you said, you're not a real big Beatles fan at the time. I but wasn't you're I wasn't then. But, I yeah, it but changed. You're, you're, Yes, so you're representing your local newspaper. What newspaper was that? Santa Barbara News Press. Okay, because they're putting a lot of newspapers online in case anybody wants to try and find the article, just in case. The article is there. I I have a copy of it somewhere, but yeah, it's there. The in okay. the whole thing. And your name at the time was Madeline Silver. Let's let's let everybody yes. know. So, yes. So yeah. So. When you're when you're not the huge Beatles fan, but you're representing the the newspaper, but and you know you're going to go meet the Beatles, do you do you get all dressed up, or did you just casual every day, you know? Oh no no, you know deal? those were the days of the '60s influence. I think I wore a dress that was sort of Mary Quantish that my mother had made, <laughs> that was <laughs> part of the British invasion. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't a crazy Beatle maniac, but I I liked them. But mm-hmm. I I grew to really love and appreciate the music as the more as time went on. Well, they kept so, getting better and better. <laughs> well, yeah, it kept changing and growing is is what was so impressive about that. And it's it's hard for bands to to do that. A lot of bands can't don't grow and expand like the Beatles did. That it just got better and it just got bigger. And it's you know, it, there was a wow factor as each album came out. At that point, so, they weren't playing that much original music, but it kept it. Then they really started writing and mm-hmm. having all their original amazing stuff, culminating mm-hmm. with uh, Dr. Pepper. Dr., um, Sergeant oh Pepper? Oh, my gosh. What? Sergeant Pepper's. I was blanking. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's <laughs> one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah, so so you said you connected with uh, Derek Taylor, and he asked you to write, you know, a nice piece for Teen Magazine. Um, did he hook you up with some other bands to interview? Yes, he called me and asked me if I could come to L.A. and do some press for some bands he was doing. So I did the first press stuff for The Birds, and wow. for uh, I did some early stuff for Sonny and Cher, and a group he brought over from England, the Trogs, that song Wild Thing. Yeah, I met Sonny and Cher, I mean, uh, at their house. I think Cher was barely 18 at that point. Oh, wow. So she wasn't too much older than you. No, time, well, I was years. 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. So over the years when I've read articles saying her age, I uh, <laughs> I know when they're right and when they aren't. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple stars out there that I've noticed turned have turned, you know, 39 several years in a row. <laughs> right, 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 names. exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and I swear so they were I became very age. familiar with the <laughs> L.A. music scene and, and did grow to love it, and that was mainly the birds, but groups like Buffalo Springfield and mm-hmm. The Doors very early oh, on. Oh, The Doors, yeah. So... How yeah. long? How long were you and Derek? You know, was he asking you to do this? Was this just you know through just over for a year? Or? A year, year, and, yeah, a year, year and a half. And then he kind of went back to England. He didn't stay over here all that long again. Mhm. Yeah, he he did. He went to work in their offices. Did um. So did you 
end up pursuing a writing career and going on for the well, I um, I enjoyed what I was doing, but I also was into the academic life. And when I was at UC Berkeley, I was entertainment editor of the school paper. And I remember going to the preview of the movie Help, the premiere of it, and things like oh, that. Yeah. And I got mm-hmm. more into the Bay Area music, the Grateful Dead and, and all that. Um and then I went and did graduate school work in London at the London School of Economics, and I was fortunate I did to see some groups there. Um, I was still enjoying music. I wasn't doing writing. I remember seeing the Rolling Stones in a venue with less than 100 people, things like that. It was totally cool. And wow, what, a, basically, what an intimate setting. Yes, it, at Chalk Farm, yes, in London. Anyway, I kind of let it go, and as I got older, and I taught social psychology at community colleges and universities, and after when I kind of was getting older, I thought, I want to go back to what I love, and that's the music. And I kept meeting people in the music world. Here in Santa Barbara, we have so many people who have come to live here we have a lot of musicians and I started teaching at our uh, adult ed program at the community college called the College for Extended Learning a class mm-hmm. on Beatles and the British Invasion and it's and you still very that. well attended what and I you still, still do it that. I'm not doing it right now because it has to be on zoom and that it's a class where I bring in guests and mm-hmm. we have a lot of discussion, and people share their adventures. People bring in and show their ticket stubs that they paid four dollars and fifty cents to see the Beatles in Las Vegas, and lots of yeah, memorabilia. Def- but it's definitely a class you want to do live and in person. You don't want to, you know, uh, you exactly. don't want to, to do, you don't want to hold it up your your ticket stub up to a camera. You know, people want to be able to really see it. You know. And stuff like that. So, um, so where are you teaching now? It's you called, said it's your... Santa Bar. It's through Santa Barbara City College. It's called the College for Extended Learning, and it's an adult mm-hmm. education program. Anyone eighteen and over can take it. Although I find the majority of the class are people who, little a lot older than that, who grew up with the Beatles and who saw them and want to share their experiences and want to hear others. We talk about things like how words like Eleanor Rigby and Rocky Raccoon and Transcendental Meditation have all become part of our vocabulary as a result of the Beatles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so, you know, so as you said, through your middle years, you're, uh, you know, you kind of get, you got married, you had children, I guess, you work, you know. Stand, yeah. you know, typical American lifestyle, and now you're back, back to the. Do you still get to interview people? Or I don't interview. I'm friends with a lot of people. It's amazing how many musicians are in Santa Barbara now, and I'm part of that scene. I've had so guests who'd... in my class. I had um, Alan Kozlowski, who best friends with George Harrison because they studied with Ravi Shankar together. Mm-hmm. And he brought some footage of George uh, playing the 
sitar with Robbie that had no no one had ever seen before. Wow. Um, and Alan you can't do Parsons. that over Zoom. Well, you could do it over Zoom. But well, you not. could, but it's a technical, logical challenge for me <laughs> that I'm not willing to take on right now. Um, right. I've, there's a lot of musicians in our community, so I'm still involved in the music scene quite a bit, fortunately, because I love it. Great. But the that's, Beatles that's is wonderful. the classic music. It's the right. classic and, uh, music. And, yeah, so much of our our, well my generation i'm i'm still i'm still in your generation i'm still a boomer um so but uh yeah our generation and and the generations that followed us you know the beatles the beatles you know everybody kind of knows the beatles were there they they started it all you know um everybody and, knows all the words to their songs yeah and everything it's, yeah, and it, everybody it, gets excited when a Beatles song comes on. You know, you could be absolutely. in a crowd where music is playing, and all of a sudden a Beatles song comes on, and it just kind of makes you happy, puts you in another another area. Well, Madeline, it was wonderful talking to you. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Is, well, do you have a website it, or anything that? No, I don't, but I want to say that you need to enjoy the music. It's the lifeline for us, especially in these days with the pandemic. Listening to good music will energize you and make you feel good. And the Beatles yeah. music does that. Yeah, and that's that's so, one of the things we've still got what during this pandemic when we're, you know, stuck at home or, you know, even when you go out, I find just, you know, the radio is so incredibly soothing. Um, when you know you have to go out, you have to put on the mask, there's other people, you know, it's, you know, life is stressful right now. Uh, but the music is, is there and it calms us all. So yes, it was, we'll, we'll get live music back, but meanwhile we can listen to it. So enjoy. Right. Well, thank you so much, Madeline, for being my guest this week. And, um, I hope your your class is a you know a great success and lives on for for years and we hopefully we get out of this pandemic to a situation where you can have them live again and have all your special guests on. Um, thank you we so will. much. We will. Thank you. Okay. Thank you everybody for listening and tuning in this week. And until next week, long live the Beatles. 